Well, this morning, I have this title of our lesson is Blessed, all right? And of course, it's blessed is the, <laughs> blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the It's Psalm 1. Now, <clears throat> I know I've spoken on this before, but this has been, you know, last Sunday, Sunday afternoon or Monday morning, whatever it started, I got this, you know, blessed, blessed, okay, blessed. You know, I know this, I know that's Psalm 1, you know. Blessed, you know, it's like blessed, blessed, okay, blessed is the man. It's, oh, okay, so I think maybe I should speak on that. Blessed, you know, blessed. <laughs> so you're going to be blessed. You're supposed to say amen. Amen, now, okay. So let's read Psalm 1, and then, then we'll look at what uh, I, I've been able to put together in this past week. Psalm 1, King James Version. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Sounds pretty simple, straightforward. And I am wondering, what on earth, whenever we say, I am blessed, what on earth does blessed mean? <laughs> what does it mean to be blessed? Well, looking up the word, it means made holy. It means consecrated. It means set apart and hallowed. Now, blessed, we would say, oh, that's when stuff comes into our life. <laughs> but in this case here, it's saying that we are blessed of the Lord. So the, the blessed is the man that walketh not in the council. So the idea is that I am blessed, that I am made holy. I am set apart. I'm hallowed by, by God by doing certain things. Now, if this is what blessing means, it's like, oh my gosh, I haven't got a prayer on this one, that I'm blessed. I'm not, certainly not, I don't fit into that hallowed group. I don't fit into this holier-than-thou group. But before we finish, hopefully we understand how much this means whenever we say to ourselves and what God is saying to us that I am blessed. For some to say you're blessed means that you feel lucky. I'm blessed. I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have something. I'm lucky to be healthy, healthy, you know, having fame or fortune or talent. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty lucky person. Well, being blessed is allowing God to bestow and to give us, to impart to us, his blessing. So we are not lucky. Okay? We can just scratch that word from our vocabulary. Luck has nothing to do with it. See, you see, the slang use of blessed is, there wasn't a blessed thing we could do for him. <laughs> you heard that one? What does that mean? That the person had something that was unredeemable. You know, there was just nothing even God could do for that individual. So it was just, it was just a blessed thing. There was nothing we could do for him. Another one says, what does it mean then? Another question is, what does it mean when I say I am blessed? So 
when I, going back to that understanding of hallowed, set apart, when it says, I, when I say that I am blessed, I, it means I have given myself to God. It means that God has given all of this into my life. So saying and stating that I am blessed is actually declaring the, the favor and the hallowed reverence awe of God on our life. So it's, it's not being arrogant to say I am blessed. We just say, well, I guess I'm lucky. No, you're not lucky. You're blessed. Why? Because you are God's child. Why? Because we have given ourselves to God. Now, um, some declare that the only time they feel blessed is when they sneeze. God bless you. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? I read that this morning. The exact moment I read that, I sneezed. It, yeah, and I was waiting for, God, for Rhonda to say, God bless you, but she didn't. But you see, where, where does that come from? Why, do we, why, do, why is it that there's, there's this phrase that after you sneeze, God bless you? Anybody know where that comes from? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. You knew that was coming, right? It, uh, there's like three, four different things that people have said that this comes from. The first was Pope Gregory I. The sneeze, cough, where the sneeze and coughing were symptoms of the plague. And the Pope suggested that they say this after someone sneezed, that that prayer would protect them from the plague or from death. So when they sneezed, it was the first, like the first initiating signs of the plague. And people, you know, that time period, everyone died from the plague. You know, not everyone, but huge numbers of people died. So it was like, protect you from dying. Another tradition, a sneeze, was the body's way of expelling evil spirits. So you need to say, God bless you, keep them from coming back in. The third was, when you sneezed, your heart stopped, and a prayer for you to live again. <laughs> so if you didn't say, God bless you, it meant you wish they were dead. No. <laughs> So we find that saying, God bless you, I, I just never did it because I feel that uh, while well, it was based on some traditions, another tradition was it was like your, your spirit was leaving you and saying, God bless you, brought it back in. You know. So when you don't know what the truth is, you just make something up. You know, it goes clear back to the dark ages. So one of the words that, some, excuse me, some of the words that are used for being blessed are fortunate Lucky, charmed. And I thought of, and the next phrase is you're in luck. So you go to put those together and it is lucky charms. Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast, sir, I said. Lucky charms. Do you have lucky charms this morning? No. You had cocoa pebbles, okay. So that's not the same as lucky charms, but cocoa pebbles will do. All right. So blessed can be prosperous. I'm prosperous, I'm successful. <laughs> you showed up at the opportune time. Or you bring good luck. 
You know, that was always a good thing. Uh, years ago, we'd show up at basketball games, and the, the one coach would say, I'm glad you're here. You bring good luck. <laughs> so I went back. <laughs> but the idea is our presence doesn't bring good luck. We bring an assurance. Who we are brings the assurance that God is with us. So whenever we're seeing this um, blessed, that we are blessed is the man. Blessed is the person. Now, when we, I think that having the correct understanding of blessed sets the rest of the psalm in perspective because it actually means may you stay in God's favor. Blessed is may you stay in God's favor. May God never turn his face from you. That's an old English tradition of that way of saying it. Say, stay blessed is also a prayer for God to continue to bless your life. So when we're looking and thinking about being blessed, we are thinking about it in a perspective of God who has already given to us. We are sharing that with someone else. What you have received, give. So recognizing that I am blessed hallows, makes sacred what we have. Why? Because it is set apart. I am, you and I are set apart for God. God lives in our hearts and lives. You don't belong to the world. You belong to God. You don't belong to our society. We are in the world, but we're not of it. This is not our home. This is not all we have. We're tenting. We're here temporarily. We're here for our lifetime, whatever that may be. And in that lifetime, we are not here to do as we please, we're here to be blessed by God. So being blessed by God means I am set apart. I've given my life to Christ. I ask him for forgiveness. I belong to the body of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine Jesus saying to his own body, cursed is that body, my foot, my toe, my hand? <laughs> no, blessed is the body of Christ. So blessed I am set apart. I am made holy. Not by me, but by God. So God has given this to me, and the challenge then is, can I bless, set apart everything that's in my life? So how do you know you're blessed? <laughs> What's that? To know Jesus, that's the first function of being blessed. But... One of the other things is, how do I know I'm blessed? It isn't how many things we possess. You know, he who dies with the most toys wins. No, it doesn't work. That being blessed is, blessed is the man who hungers and thirsts after righteousness, for they may be filled. Blessed is the person who hungers and thirsts for the Bible, for the scriptures, for the meaning that is related to us in, in the scriptures. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall find mercy. Hebrews says, blessed, is, blessed, you are blessed when you know you can come boldly to the throne of God, part of his family. Blessed whenever you see God, not Oh, there he is. I can recognize him. No, you see God in the scriptures, and you see God speaking to you, his word. 
that tells you you are more than a conqueror. Oh, that's God talking to me. <laughs> I can do this. I can make this. And also, you're blessed when you be called when you're called a child of God. So you see, being blessed is recognizing who we belong to. It's part of our heritage. I belong to God. He has blessed me with life and friends and family and you know, he has blessed me with these things. So doubting, well, you know, I don't believe that stuff. I don't believe that God blesses me and everything in my life. Well, whenever you doubt God's blessing, then you, fee- then you have the sense of feeling alone. I'm on my own in this. Somehow I've got to make this work. And there is temptation that sneaks up on us to be so alone that we end up leaving our blessings behind or not really seeing the blessings that God has given to us because we doubt that God can bless us. Billy Graham kept it in perspective. He says, when wealth is lost, nothing is lost. When health is lost, something is lost. But when your character is lost, all is lost. You see, it's not about me. It's about God and I together. Blessed when God keeps you, when he keeps your character, when he keeps you set apart for him. Blessed does not mean we have everything we've ever wanted. Blessed does not mean we will never have obstacles and failures and defeats. Football season is here. Rah, 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 kick him in the knee. All right. <laughs> All right, I used to play, have fun, I liked it. Quarterback takes the ball, hands it off to a a back. Well, what happens when he gets the ball? He's got a lot of obstacles to go through. Doesn't make a touchdown every time. He may not even make it back to the line of scrimmage. But the thing is, what happens next? You get up and call another play. This is life. You get up when you fall down. The obstacles that we face are never going to go away. We have to figure out how to approach, you know, they call plays. I I like how they call, you know, used to call plays, and and some guys would say, what does that mean? (laughs) You go, that guy over there, you get him, okay? (laughs) You know, you block him, so. And so you would see this going on, but when you get the ball, when you have it, you've got to, you don't just stand there. Blessed is the man who stands in the backfield and gets run over. <laughs> no, blessed is the man who takes the ball, gets, does his job, and goes for it. Sometimes he'll do well. Sometimes he'll get tripped up. What do you do next? Call another play. What if it doesn't work? Well, then you punt. Then what do you do? You come back on defense. Then you come back on off. You keep playing until the game is over. We are blessed by God from this moment to the end of all moments in eternity. And we keep making plays. (laughs) We keep going forward. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter what the score is. Jesus wins. I love to watch football games that I know the outcome. Because then I don't get all worked up. I know the end. (laughs) I know the Steelers won. Let's watch this one. I know the Steelers lost. I ain't, no, don't, don't even turn it on. I don't even want to go there. 
Well, God is telling us, you are blessed because, and we'll go into that, lucky has nothing to do with it. You were just lucky. Nope. Being blessed by God is by design. Blessed by God is by design. He has a purpose and a design, a will for every one of us. And the enemy of our soul is always trying to take us down. How does he do that? Well, here we go. Psalm 1, verse 1. This is, um, I don't know what translation, but I want to read it. Great blessings belong to those who don't live, excuse me, who don't listen to evil advice. Who don't live like sinners. Who don't join those who make fun of God. Instead, they love the Lord's teachings. They and think about them day and night. So they, go, so they grow strong like the tree planted by a stream. A tree that produces fruit when it should make, when it should. Jeez, I can't even read it. And the tree that produces fruit when it should and has leaves that will never fail. Everything they do is successful, but the wicked are not like that. They are like chaff, and the wind blows away. When the time for judgment comes, the wicked will be found guilty. Sinners have no place among those who do what is right. The Lord shows his people how to live, but the wicked have lost their way. Blessed. Great blessing belongs to those who don't listen to evil advice. Psalm 1, verse 1. The one who does not follow the advice of the wicked or turn onto sinner's road or stay at scoffer's house is blessed. <laughs> so you don't get off on, on sinner's road. <laughs> you get onto sinner's road and take a left and scoffer's house is on the right. You don't live there, you don't go there. That's out of bounds. So how are you blessed? Okay. Okay, we'll just fictitious. I'm blessed because of my cell phone. All right. Now, we say, well, you know, sometimes it's not a blessing. <laughs> and some people say, I'm cursed with this crazy thing. Wish they'd never invented it. All right. What makes it blessed and what makes it cursed? Me. I declare what it is. You see, blessed says, oh, I have the scriptures in here. Blessed says, I have um, verses in here that come to me every day. Blessed is I can use this to communicate and talk to people. People who have needs can get a hold of me. You see, so it can be a blessing or it can be a curse. <laughs> yeah, social media, you know, it can just destroy people. But you see, what happens is we don't listen to or get off on sinner's road and live at scoffer's house. So, take something you have. Take everything you have. Now, when, when, I, when I taught in, at the hospice and I taught, you know, um, New volunteers, and even back years ago, we would teach the new uh, nurses and staff. 
Okay, well, how do you help people become aware of taking care of person, people who are terminally ill? Well, one of the things we would do is put like a nightstand. You know, we didn't, we didn't have a nightstand. Sometimes you would have one or whatever. Okay, so you, you say, okay, I want you to take everything in your life that is important to you and put it on that nightstand. And then I want you to get in bed and know that you can't get out. And everything on that nightstand is all that you have left. Okay? So, and eventually the nightstand goes away, and the only thing you have left is you. How blessed are you? The blessing starts with you, not the objects. Because the blessing will end with you when everything is going away. You are blessed. God's presence is with you. Now, as being a blessed representative of God, I now hallow, consecrate, set aside everything that I possess. My car is blessed. Why? Because it's a Jeep? <laughs> no, it's because I own it. Well, you're pretty arrogant, aren't you? No. I'm blessed, it's blessed. Why? Because I consecrated it to God. Well, you see, I can't have it on a nightstand, doesn't matter. I was grateful for it when I had it. So as we go back from that nightstand in that place where I'm all alone with just me and God, I go back and let's look at all of our world that we possess, all the world that is around us. Are we thankful for it? Or do we, give, do we consecrate? I'm blessed to have this house and this husband. I won't look around. This wife. <laughs> I'm blessed to have grandkids, these parents, <laughs> this pastor. Uh, anyhow, we're... <laughs> So we see and we wonder what it is. So we are to bless. We are to consecrate. We are to make holy. We are to set apart. See, these are personal acts that we have been endowed with to bless. Why? Because we're blessed. So, um, so everything that we have, everything that we have, we are declaring it is a gift from God I bless, the, I bless it. I thank God for it. Because every good and perfect thing comes down from our Heavenly Father. Every good thing that comes into our life is God. Evil doesn't want to give you anything. It always wants to steal, kill, and destroy. God wants to give of his grace and his mercy. You're not lucky. You're blessed. Thomas Jefferson said, the harder I work, the harder I work, the luckier I get. <laughs> Do you know what luck means? One of the definitions. Luck means if there is a, 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 a will and the heirs all come, everything is divided among all of the heirs, what's left? The residue is luck. Think about the, the lottery. All the numbers that are left are these. Who was lucky enough to pick the numbers that are left? So you see, you're not the residue of life. You're not the leftover pickings of life. You're not lucky. You're blessed.
And you see the things around us, you're lucky to have that. No, I am blessed to have this. I'm blessed to be this person. Why? Because there's nobody else like me. I, can, I am challenged to be the best person I can be, so I am blessed. I am blessed by God, and how do I know that I am blessed? <laughs> I hunger and thirst after God. I think about God. I think about the scriptures. I think about what God is doing in our life and in our world. I don't understand it, but I pray for what I don't understand. And you see, I have a divine blessing given by God. God has a grand design, and he expects us to follow the pattern that's set forth in his word here in the psalm. God blesses those who refuse evil advice. Don't listen to people who have a lot of garbage to dump because you would not let the garbage truck dump in your yard don't let people dump in your mind and in your ear. Don't and won't, you won't follow sinners or join in the sneering of God. <laughs> Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. You see, being blessed is the act of the words of the one that blesses. The act of the word, the words of the one that blesses. God says, I will bless you. I will multiply you. I will not withhold any good thing from you. God, that's God's blessing on our life, and so we are recipients of that, and then what do we say? Well, God bless my car, my house, my bank account, you know, my children, my grandkids. God bless them, because God has bestowed blessing on us. We then are called to bless others. And you see, we have no desire to listen to evil advice because they're going to take the joy out of our life and they're going to take away what we think is good. Hath God really said? <laughs> Job says, blessed is the man who, whom God corrects. So don't, don't be, don't despise God's correction in our life for the things that kind of, you know, go wrong or seemingly go wrong. The psalm says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. You're going to know this by heart because I'm reading it over and over and over again. I've had to live with this all week. <laughs> You're going to hear it again and again before we go if I can get it done. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of mockers. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law does he meditate day and night, and he is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, whose leaf does not wither, and whatever he does prospers. <laughs> Blessed is finding, knowing, and living out our purpose. I, I, I'm going to read this also. Genesis. When Isaac was ready to die, he pronounced this blessing on his son Jacob. Now, why is this important? Because this is a blessing upon all of Israel, but it, we are the spiritual descendants of, of Jacob. May God give you the heaven's dew, plenty of rain, and of earth's riches, 
Some thought of it as abundance of grain and new wine, but the abundance of the earth's riches are more than just what you can grow on it. It's what's in it. And what's in it? It's gold, silver, coal, <laughs> the abundance. Of, see, God has, may we have the abundance of earth's riches. Many nations, may nations serve you, and many people bow down to you. Meaning that what you have to say is so important, people will listen to who you are. Be Lord, meaning be gracious or merciful over your brothers, and may the sons of your mother bow down to you. Then he says, may those who curse you be cursed and those who bless you be blessed. You see, there is no way that people can curse Israel and that God won't be against them. And there's no way God can, people can curse you, not if you do the right things, that God won't defend you. To be blessed by God is that we must bless God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not any of his benefits. You see, God has blessed us, and so what are we doing? Blessing him. I bless God for my opportunities. I bless God for the, the, the play. I bless God for the events. I bless God for these, these things that are going on in my life. I praise him. Why? Because in everything give thanks. We are looking for and seeing the hand of God bless us. We bless him because of his counsel, of his holiness, of his dominion over all things. When God blesses us, we are set apart. We're set apart. You are set apart for God to do a great thing in your life. Happy, blessed are those who don't listen to or walk in the counsel of the wicked, who don't go where sinners go, stand in the way of sinners, who don't do what evil people do, you are blessed because you delight in the Lord's teaching, the Bible, the scriptures. They love and delight in the Lord's teachings, and they think about and meditate on these teachings. So think about the scriptures. Well, what does it mean? I don't understand it. It doesn't matter. Think about it. The book of Revelation says everyone who reads this book will be blessed. So not everybody who reads it understands it, but God says there's a blessing in reading it. And they're like a tree planted by the river of water. This is, so I think this is, you know, this is the, the founding part or the grounding part of, of, of this text is because the streams, you are planted, you are planted by God, by his stream of living water. In eternity, there is the river of God that flows out from the throne of God that, you know, it, it's, it's the river of life. And the trees and the, of fruit are on each side of the river. And you see that the roots of who we are draw strength from the river of life. And so who we are is a reflection of the, of the scriptures and a reflection of Jesus Christ. And, the, and it doesn't come from you. It comes from our root system being grounded in our faith and our love for God and God's love for us. And the tree produces fruit in its season. One of the translations says, the tree produces fruit in every season. Your leaf doesn't wither. There's no way that drought can take away your, the strength of your leaf. Your leaves fall off. We don't have a fall in the winter. And that every season is a fruit-bearing season. Everything you do will be blessed and prosper. We will bear fruit. But the wicked, 
Well, Revelation says, the murderers, the traffickers in sex and sorcery, the worshipers of idols and, and all liars, their inheritance is in the lake which burns with fire and sulfur. The wicked, they go to hell. There's no future for them. The wicked will not escape God's judgment. There will be no sinner in the congregation of the righteous. We do not we, we live and work and move around people, and that's just who we are, but we don't live there. We don't live in their garbage. We don't live in their, their sin. We don't live in, the, we don't, it's not part of who we are, but we're, we move and live among them. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. Why? Because the way of the righteous, God will prosper and bless. The Lord takes care of his people. You are blessed by design. You're not lucky. But the way of the ungodly will perish. So, for God, his choice has already been made. He, cho he chooses you. He chooses you. And what has he done? He's blessed you by design because he's planted you right where you're at. And right where you are at, there's a river of life that comes from God that your roots and everything that is going on in your life can be a, 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 a life-giving fruit, a life-giving service, a, a, a series of blessings coming from who you are. So you don't listen. You're blessed by design. You don't listen to evil advice, but you do listen to godly advice. You don't live like sinners, and you don't join those who make fun of God. You love the Lord's teachings. You know that there's strength in them. You think about them day and night, and the Lord shows his people how to live. There is a flourishing fruitfulness of who you are. So the ultimate blessing that God has given is new life and forgiveness that comes to us through our faith in Jesus Christ. The material blessings, we enjoy them, but they will go. The psalmist says, great blessing belongs to those who love the Lord's teaching and think about them day and night. Great blessings are bestowed upon you. What are the blessings? God owns heaven and earth. God does not grow, the, the wealth of the earth belongs to us. His children, he imparts it. But you see, if I don't give thanks, I consecrate my life. I consecrate my things. I consecrate myself. I consecrate my husband, my wife, my children, my grandchildren, my parents. I consecrate them to God. I bless them. And so God has chosen you and planted you by the river of life. And you are blessed because you're connected to God. So my prayer. I am here by divine choice. Why? Because God has called me, I believe. God has called me to the ministry. And that he has given me the ability to bless. So, my prayer, may God bless you. May God bless you May God bless your family. 
May God bless everything that you do. And if any, there is anything that God wants to change, he will guide you away from it because we choose good. May God bless your plans and your future because this is the heritage of God's children to be blessed. Amen? Let's stand. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers. Thank you, O oh God, for these words that you have spoken so many years ago. Continue to speak them to our hearts and minds that we might know the truth about the blessing that is ours. Thank you for blessing us. God, we bless you and thank you for your gifts. And God, we bless others. May your blessing be upon each one. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you. Amen.